the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. If you're just tuning in, if you were with us last hour, welcome back to hour two on this Friday Eve. For yes, indeedy. Want to read read an email from a listener? I'm not going to give the name just in case. Uh, She says, "Thank you. I wouldn't know any of this information if it wasn't for your show. You don't hear this anywhere else. Scary." And she's referring to the interview we just did with Reggie Littlejohn. Yeah, people got to share that website. People got to share that website. Stop the vax. Vax, V-A-X, passports.org. It's with an S on the end. In what, yes, and what she was talking about was the World Health Organization amendments and plans to hand over our sovereignty to the World Health Organization. And it's not even just about pandemics like they're trying to make you believe. They changed the language. It includes pub, any public health risks to humans, plants, animals, anybody. Well, it's and, like you and I talk about, Andrea. This was stopped before, so people are like, oh, see, we're safe, out of the way, we're good. They're never going to stop. No, they're never going to stop. And it was never about your health. It was always about controls. And worse, uh, our Congress signed an act within an act, basically put the, this um, within the National Defense Authorization Act, which has which they put language in there, page 950 of that, basically paving the way that if this gets signed in May, it's now law in the United States that Congress doesn't have to follow the treaty procedures of a two thirds majority and Senate. And because it will of be that. because of that. And it will be law and nobody's talking about it. So and why aren't they talking about it? Why is there not one Republican talking about this? So focused on, don't get me wrong, it's important, but everybody is so hyper-focused. And maybe that's by design January 6th. Yeah. Well, it's tyranny, basically, and, and they're not necessarily unrelated. What is this Jan 6, theory, Jan 6 story about? It's about the denial of constitutional freedoms and protections um, based on somebody's political view. It's about weaponizing the FBI and the DOJ, overcharging. You know, for, for Kevin McCarthy to say, well, I don't know if we need to release everybody. Surely they should be able to use the footage to defend themselves. They've already been convicted, man. And, and their trials took place in D.C., which was kangaroo courts. They were guilty until... He should be saying this is outrageous that any American citizen wasn't allowed to have access to footage at all and particularly to use it for their defense. It's a violation of their constitutional rights. And if everyone, therefore, not one of them should stay another minute in jail. If they weren't given footage to defend themselves, they were denied their constitutional rights. 
And also, we were denied our constitutional rights during COVID. Emergency authorization was not an excuse to tell somebody you weren't allowed to leave your home. You had to wear a mask. You couldn't go to church, but you could go to a strip club. You could go to a strip club and eat a meal, but you couldn't go to a restaurant. This business could be open, but you couldn't cut hair. But you could cut hair if if it was Nancy Pelosi. None of that was constitutional. And they plan to have that, to to hand over how you move about, what you do with your body, where you go and what you do to be handed off to the New World Order, One World Government. And we don't have one Republican speaking up for us. We actually, somebody made a statement recently saying, we're not going to let Joe Biden, you know, do this pandemic treaty. Really saying that to the straight face? Well, uh, I guess, I guess it takes Reggie Littlejohn to read that NDAA and do some digging as an attorney and find out that that was a lie. There is, you know, uh, once Joe Biden signs this, it's done. Everybody go to stopvaxpassports.org. And share it. And share it. All right. We got to talk some elections right now. Election integrity. Something else that matters. Because if elections if elections don't matter, nothing does, right? If elections don't matter, then we don't really have any means. Then we can sign all the petitions we want, and they'll laugh at them, and, and, and you know, because they control the elections, too. Well, and this right? is why 2020, Andrea, was so important, because it had Trump legitimately, and he did, win that election. That stuff we were just talking about with all the, the one world government and the who, we wouldn't be worrying about that. Right. Um, and, and who do we have that's constantly talking about election integrity? Carrie Lake. And by the way, I got an email from a listener who said that Fighting Meadows said on the show uh, last night that they, uh, Arizonans, elected a Democrat governor and it was stolen. I didn't get, I didn't get into it with Fighting Meadows because that wasn't the topic I brought him on for it. So I wasn't going to argue with him about that. Um, you know, clearly with, with his schedule and what he's got, he hasn't really been in the weeds on that. However, you could say, as Skins and I have talked about here, they can't steal it if it's not close. Yeah, one of our uh, network longtime uh, Salem hosts, Hugh Hewitt, wrote, wrote a whole book on it. If it's not close, they can't cheat. Yeah. And it was the Republican supervisor who basically handed it to Hobbs over Carrie Lake. But I want you to hear this clip from Carrie Lake. She was at CPAC, talk, continuing to talk about election integrity. Clip four. Yeah, let's talk about Arizona being harmed. I mean, you're talking about a border in chaos. You're talking about the fact that inflation is still hurting families every day. Uh, the streets aren't safe. I mean, where I don't understand how Americans can like support these Democrats. That they don't. Have been destructive. <laughs> many, but still, many Americans Some do. Too. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, when you're looking at the issues across the board, which are the two or three that really stand out? Well, now I, I believe election integrity is the issue uh, of our time because I think they've been putting the thumb on the scale of throwing ballots in here and there for a lot longer than we know. President Trump allowed us to see it because we saw this movement being ended by a guy who allegedly got 81 million votes, and we could tell. This doesn't make sense. Don't insult our intelligence. And so I think (laughs) that's really critical because how do we secure the border? How do we stop the fentanyl from pouring in? How do we make our streets safe? How do we protect our kids with uh, good education policy rather than this destructive uh, brainwashing? 
if we're not getting the people we vote for in right. office. That's why elections are so important. But all of these issues for Arizona and America, that border is critical. My plan on day one was to well, go okay, in. Okay, I don't want to carry. I want to stop it there because I don't want to make this be about the border. I want to make this be about elections. Um, she's absolutely right. The election was stolen in 2020. Um, big news today. Uh, trending on Twitter is Jenna Ellis because the big story is that now she should be tried for treason. She was um, given pretty much a slap on the wrist in a Colorado disciplinary proceeding with the Bar Association. Um, According to Colorado disciplinary judge Byron Large, he said, quote, respondent made these misrepresentations on Twitter and on various. Well, let me back up a little bit. Um, uh, She admitted to misrepresent Jenna Ellis. Remember, she when Rudy Giuliani and uh, Sidney Powell were pretty much the, the front people. Uh, doing a lot of press, a lot of media. And uh, Politico was saying that Jenna Ellis made the admission that she misrepresented uh, evidence uh, at least 10 times. Here is what the judge had to say. He said, Respondent made these misrepresentations on Twitter and on various television programs, including Fox Business, MSNBC, Fox News, and Newsmax. Um uh, judge went on to say the parties agree that by making this mis- misrepresentations, respondent violated Colorado RPC um, code, which provides that it is professional misconduct for a, law- a lawyer to engage in conduct involving dishonesty, fraud, deceit or misrepresentation. Here are some of the things that they said that she uh, admitted to claiming that were not completely accurate. Hillary Clinton, quote, Hillary Clinton still has not conceded the 2016 election. Um, admittedly, she admitted to saying that same month, the administration, quote, had affidavits from witnesses. We have voter intimidation. We have the ballots that were manipulated. We have all kinds of statistics that show that this was a coordinated effort in all these states to transfer votes either from Trump to Biden to manipulate the ballots, to count them in secret. Um, well, if they have they had affidavits from witnesses, they had voter intimidation. There was evidence the ballots where where's the misrepresentation here? Yeah, the big thing is, Andrea, I mean, they tried to take it to court. Judges refused to hear anything. Right. And there's actually been a lot of court hearings since that validated everything that was said. Uh, Maybe not what Sidney Powell was talking about with the machines, but what she just said here in terms of statistics, that all came from Dr. Frank. Um. Jessica Yates, attorney regulation counsel for the Colorado Supreme Court, issued a statement in response to the censure. The public censure in this matter reinforces that even if engaged in political speech, there is a line attorneys cannot cross, uh, particularly when they're speaking in a representative capacity. Her attorney said, my client remains a practicing attorney in good standing in the state of Colorado in a very heated political climate. We have secured that correct outcome. So, I mean, basically what happened was they're trying to... Complaints were made all across uh, the country. In fact, I, I have her statement here. Um, they did the same thing, and there were there were complaints and lawsuits filed against Sidney Powell. What they're trying to do is conflate statements of opinion um, given in press conferences as though it's evidence that they're presenting in court, and it's not the same rules of evidence. We don't. She didn't have a judge sitting there in an in an interview, 
um, saying, you know, um, uh, using the court's rules of evidence and, and what constitutes actual evidence at play here. And so statements made by attorneys, my understanding is statements made by attorneys in interviews are not not held to the same standard as evidence presented in a court. But that's what the complaint was about. So she says in her statement, the politically motivated left failed miserably in their attempt to destroy me. They're now trying to falsely discredit me by saying I admitted I lied. That is false. I would never lie. Lying is requiring intentionally making a false statement. I never did that, nor did I stipulate to or admit that. As has become sadly typical, the opposition-controlled media is intentionally twisting the truth, conflating the full RPC standard with the actual stipulation. The standard reads dishonesty, fraud, deceit, or misrepresentation. The Colorado Bar Council and my council concluded that it was best to resolve the bar complaints by agreeing to a public censure. Bar complaints have been filed all over the country by people Trump lawyers have never met, had no client relationship with, and who were totally partisan against Trump. This is and always was political lawfare to intimidate lawyers from representing Trump or Republicans candidates, especially in election challenges, and try to destroy our livelihood and reputation. Organizations filing complaints have been open about this motivation. I'm grateful to have this behind me. Thankful to the Colorado ORRC, OARC, and the PDJ for treating me fairly in spite of immense political pressure, and to my lawyers who have stood by me and given me wise counsel, and I remain in good standing and fully licensed in the state of Colorado. I'll continue speaking truth to the best of my ability and zealously advocating for due process, having learned I can do so in media even more carefully while never backing down to the political opposition mob who would seek to destroy me, my vocation, my mission, and my voice. Going to take a break. When we come back, shall we talk about some actual proven election fraud in a Democrat official who just got arrested for it? Should we be talking about that today instead of Jenna Ellis? Absolutely. So let's switch and talk about that when we come back. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before we play, y'all, a little dose of insanity from Joe Biden. Thanks to, brought to you by a listener who called in on the comment line. Before we get to that, we're going to finish wrapping up our discussion on elections because all focus today is on Jenna Ellis and one of Trump's attorneys and how she got censored for some statements she made in interviews. Uh, nothing she did in a court of law she was censored for. Um, let's, yeah, they want to distract from that. Uh, they want to you to focus on that and not focus on the fact that a Democrat, a former county elections commissioner in New York, has pleaded guilty to applying for absentee ballots in the names of other registered voters. Jason Schofield, age 43, of Troy, New York, pled guilty today to unlawfully using the names and dates of births dates of birth of voters to fraudulently apply for absentee ballots for elections held in Rensselaer County in 2021. The announcement was made by U.S. Attorney Carla Friedman and Special Agent Tar. Da, 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 da. He was an elections commissioner at the Rensselaer County Board of Elections until late last month when he resigned in anticipation of today's guilty plea. It was a 12-count indictment uh, and in that, he unlawfully possessed and used the names and dates and births of, of voters in connection with 12 absentee ballot applications. Oh, it's just 12 absentee ballots, Andrea. It's not widespread election fraud. Do you know how many elections have been swayed with 12 votes? Why do you think he did it? Why do you, if 12 votes mattered to him, 
if 12 fraudulent absentee ballot applications matter to him, then it should matter to you. Because that's all it is. It's like we just said, Skins. If it's not close, they can't cheat. In fact, it helps them if it's close. Because then they only have to come up with fewer, fewer stolen votes or fake votes to get over the finish line. Sentencing is scheduled for May 12, 2023. On each count, he faces up to five years in prison, a fine of up to 250K, and a term of post-imprisonment supervised release of up to three years. So, he needs to be made an example of, right? And every Republican needs to be talking about this and making an example of this as the election fraud that's taking place across our country. And with what skins? Absentee ballots that we've had Republicans defend right here on the Andrea K. Show. Oh, there's checks and balances. We need same-day voting people. Nobody gets to vote absentee except military. Show up, vote, paper ballot, go home. Problem solved. All right. So after, I guess, our segment with Reggie Littlejohn and talking about the World Health Organization and how they're changing, they've now it's not even it's not even just that they want to use a pandemic as an excuse to have sovereignty over our country and our lives. No, it's just any public health risk and it includes animals. So then I guess we get a call from a listener on our comment line. Please play. Hey, guys, bad news. Biden is going to, well, they're saying he's considering, but he's going to vaccinate all the chickens <laughs> with the mRNA vaccination. So my theory is it's going to be like that, getting vaccinated if you eat this chicken. Yep. I don't know. What do you think? I think he's going to contaminate all the chicken. Okay. Thanks for calling, caller. By the way, or 20- you know, and some of that stuff call, comes in, Andrea, and and you're like, okay, got to research. Okay, it's like it, it's not there on the forefront. No, this is on the forefront. I just did some double checking. Well, there was reports recently that there was that hamburger meat was injected with vaccinations, and that and I researched it, and I couldn't find that. I, I couldn't. Yeah, find I researched it. that too. Yeah, I couldn't find any facts to back it up. Um, but here we've got. Um, MSN.com reporting that Biden is now considering vaccinations for millions of chickens. And here's the excuse. The excuse is, you know why you're having to pay $9 for a carton of eggs? Because chickens are all dying from the bird flu, right? I know. Let's inject them with the mRNA vaccine. Because SARS-CoV-2, by the way, is a takeoff on the bird flu from many years ago, by the way, just in case y'all didn't know. That was SARS-CoV-1, right? Um, and then we also had the um, HRN1, which was the pig virus. So according to this, news reports indicate the White House may soon consider launching a mass bird flu vaccine campaign to protect America's chickens from the H5N1 virus outbreak. Reports estimate that approximately 60 million birds in the U.S. and 200 million globally have already been um I've already been, I don't see what this this word is here, uh, something to prevent the spread of the virus, I guess, put down. This has caused a sharp rise in the price of chicken and eggs since early 2022. Nevertheless, there is a concern this virus could spread to humans if it acquires dangerous mutations. Who uh, Who's in the lab right now? Is it 
the Chinese? Is it Pfizer? Seeing how they can gain a function this. I was just going to say, it ain't going to mutate to humans on its own. Probably no. need some, some help. Yeah. White House officials have told the New York Times that President Joe Biden is open to implementing a national avian flu vaccine rollout to curb the virus spread. So, Reggie, this confirms a couple things for me. First of all, they, any way that they can get that, that, that poison into us, they're going to try to find a way. They're looking for excuses. And, and how do we know? How do we know that 60 million to 100 million birds around the world, that, 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 that they're the ones that had to be pulled? How many, how many do, how do we know that they had this virus? You don't. We don't know, do we? Right? What an excuse to start injecting chickens, which then would have us ingesting the shot. Because in case y'all didn't know, those are actual birds. Somebody had to kill them, wring a neck. Somebody had to pluck it. Somebody had to cut it up. Somebody had to wrap it in some plastic wrap. And that means these actual birds have blood vessels in them. They've got the flesh. They've got organs, all of which will be contaminated. So many people, you know, um, don't seem to think, a lot of people that get on board with all this PETA stuff, it's like, you know, you know, they, they finally see, you know, they said, they said they'll see like a video of a, of a pig farm or a chicken or, or, you know, a, a beef processing plant. And suddenly it's like, oh my gosh, we're eating cows. Well, what do you think you've been, what do you think's been wrapped in cellophane packages in the grocery store? I mean, Steaks it's the- growing out of the ground. <laughs> right um but this also confirms not just any way that they can get that into us but it also confirms what reggie little john was talking about animals plants it's all part of every aspect that they want to have control over and then i mentioned to you right before we we started actually during the break this could actually be part of a bigger plan andrea okay you don't want to eat the vaccinated meat chickens maybe eventually cows well don't worry we got you backed up because we have our synthetic meat it's all yours oh yeah I know. Maybe I'll get some chickens and I'll buy up some farmland. Oh, wait, there's no farmland left to buy because the Bill, Chinese have it. The Chinese are buying up what Bill Gates didn't buy. And they'll just regulate. They'll just come into your home. You think that they won't spy on you through this surveillance and know whether or not you've got some chickens in the background and you're eating eggs? And and then you're, eat, you're eating fresh eggs and eating fresh chicken? You're growing pigs in your backyard to get some bacon? You think they're not going to take control over that? <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, for for shizzle. Um, all right, our 24-hour hotline, if you want to comment as well, it's 844-814-5227. That's 844-814-5227. And caller, thank you for that information. Yes, thank you. Um, no, we're actually not giving away the $50 gift certificate but to Iron Mountain. thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. We're not going to give that away tonight, the $50 gift certificate to Iron Mountain Outfitters. Um, but you got to listen every night, 6 to 8 p.m. to find never out. Never know when we're going to drop it. You never know when we're going to give it away. But here's what you do know, is that they're still open every day. Well, maybe not every day. got to go to Iron Mountain Outfitters. Check that. I'm pretty sure they're open seven days a week. 8493 La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the standing bear outside. They've got the biggest, best selection of Carhartt work pants you've seen anywhere. Prices better than you're going to get online. They've got, and yes, it's cold and rainy, so they've got all kinds of outer wear gear from beanies and hats and jackets and shackets and more. So go on down to Iron Mountain Outfitters and talk to my girl PJ and listen every night. 
so that you can win that $50 gift certificate to Iron Mountain. Going to take a break. When we come back, what big, uh, I don't know if I would call him a TV icon, but a big name in TV passed away today. Stay tuned. I might even have a little trivia question for you on that. Don't go away. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You've got a little bit more information on this uh, shots into chickens story skins, don't you? Yeah, there's a lot of information. I love the Daily Mail. They usually get pretty detailed with their articles. Mm-hmm. And it's actually saying that some industry leaders are really pushing back and opposing this vaccine rollout and that the vaccine actually... Uh, only prevents birds from experiencing in- infection symptoms, but not transmission of the virus itself. And also, the vaccine could lead to the actual jump of the virus from chickens into humans if it was administered. Wow. Um, so it's kind of like a version of gain of function. I know. Let's make these birds. Uh, we're not going to solve their symptoms here or, or stop the virus or anything. I know. Let, but let's inject them so that we can actually make the make the virus that they have. Maybe it's the injection that will mutate it to be able to pass. That's what I'm saying. It's like a version of gain of function where this virus isn't isn't transmitting to human beings. And, you know, and it's not going to stop them from getting it. It's not going to stop these birds from from giving it. So what's the purpose of it, apparently? So that it can jump to humans. So it's like a version of gain of function. That's all it is. People can, if they want, it's a pretty detailed article. I highly suggest they check it out. Dailymail.co.uk. I mean, how close are we to Soylent Green in this country? Do you even know the movie with Charlton Heston from the 70s? I never in my life... I have been studying politics and been been obsessed with it since I was a kid. Handed the Communist Manifesto at 17 when I went to LSU as a political science student. Obviously, I was aware of the push for communism in this country, the partnership between, you know, the Islamist and the communist in this country. But I did not think I would see in my lifetime what is going on. I really did not. No, I think I thought I would be long, long gone. I thought I would be long gone. I never thought I would see political prisoners like we have. Uh, and, and Jan 6 thrown into the gulag. And it is literally a complete takeover of our nation as we knew it. Yeah. Um, Just the News is reporting um, yesterday or a couple of days ago that FBI whistleblowers um, are, are reporting what's going on internally in the FBI. And uh, this from um, when uh, Jim Jordan went on um, John Solomon's podcast and talking about how. The FBI, for example, um, there was testimony from an FBI whistleblower who alleged colleagues in the bureau flipped a terrorist threat tag originally created to flag threats against pro-life Supreme Court justices into a signifier that anti-abortion protesters were the threat. So not only did Merrick Garland, remember Ted Cruz, just just skewering Merrick Garland for not prosecuting anybody that was threatening a Supreme Court judge. Internally, the FBI, instead of flagging threats against the pro-life Supreme Court justices, they decided to to declare that anti-abortion protesters, we were really the threat. Do you see what's going on in this country? We need to abolish the FBI. I don't want to hear about rehabilitating it. 
Similar threat tags were reserved for parents raising concerns about curriculum, um, the Catholic stuff going on. We, you know, I think we talked about that on the show about how uh, when uh, Ted Cruz was and Josh Hawley was skewering him. I want to play a little bit of a clip from FBI Director Ray asking whether or not he signed off on the raid in Trump's home. Clip six. Lastly, did you sign off on the Mar-a-Lago raid? Uh, well, first off, it was not a raid. It was an execution of a search warrant. Did you second, sign off on the execution second, of the search warrant? If, may I finish? Second, I don't sign off on individual search warrants in that case or in any other. Did Attorney General Merrick Garland sign off to your awareness? I can't speak to the Attorney General. Was there dissent at senior levels of the FBI about the conducting of the, of the search warrant? I can't speak to internal discussions among the FBI or among the FBI and the Department of Justice. Even though it's been reported in the Washington Post. There are lots Multiple. of things reported in the media. I know, leaked from your agency. Yeah. Leaked from your agency yeah. frequently. It's reported in the and Washington Post. It may or may Post. not be accurate. It may or may not be accurate. But that I yield. First of all, that's Stefanik. And um, I've got to point out the fact that it's like it, it, Christopher Ray is so solidified in his swamp position as the the chief obstructor of justice whose whose role of the to protect the role of the new role of the FBI which is to control the outcome of our elections to make sure and ensure that the deep state and the forces of the of the weaponized government within have their body, the FBI, to do their dirty work and to be their henchmen and to cover up those crimes and to cover up the crimes of any Democrat. He is so secure in that position that he speaks in a manner as though he doesn't, he's not held accountable by anybody. And Stefani cowered to him. She caved to him. And the reality is, is he's not held accountable by anybody because there's no checks and balances against him. Christopher Ray, like other FBI directors in the past, including James Comey, have control over the evidence. And if they don't want to hand it over, they don't hand it over. They investigate themselves. Right. Oh, no, there's a there's a John Durham. Right. Who's doing the investigation or, or an inspector general. It's a bunch of nonsense. And shame on her when she says, did you sign off on the raid? It wasn't a raid, he says. It was a subpoena. And then she and then she backs off. She should have said it absolutely was a raid. You went into the private home of a former president of the United States. With gun, without him there, you wouldn't allow his attorneys to oversee. Spent hours there with agents with long gone, long guns, I believe it was. That's a raid. Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Why in the world did she let him bully her like that? I wouldn't have put up with that for a second, man. He'd be holding his hiney on the way out. He'd be, he'd be trying to go to urgent care for a booterectomy because my boot would be up his butt. I wouldn't be putting up with this crap from him. It's outrageous. I would have been calling him out for the, I would have said, you know, was it your idea that the agents pilfered through the former first lady's panties? Did you take an inventory? How many of them went home with some of your agents? And who in the world gave you and your agents the right to go into the son's bedroom?
It's outrageous what's going on in this country. And shame on Stefanik. She did a good job in the impeachment hearings under the Ukraine uh, phone call. But that was, that was uh, you know, I wish I could play, you know, uh, people are reporting that she made him squirm. He wasn't squirming. He's got the same attitude there that he did in the last time he came before him where it was like, it's Friday, I got to go. I got to hop on the jet. Like got, you're wasting his time. I got the Yeah. Please. I'd rather see Elle Woods up there. Bring me Elle Woods. Oh, I would. Might as well. That didn't get us anywhere. When we come back, we've got a clip to play for you guys with our man Kennedy. And then I've got a little trivia question. I'm going to sing a little song. And y'all tell me what TV show that's the theme of. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. So a TV icon passed away today, and I said to Skins, I'm like, um, I'm going to sing a song to you. I said, guess what What uh, TV icon passed away Didn't today? Know. He's like, who? I'm like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, give you a hint. So I started to sing the theme song, and he still didn't guess what it was. So then I actually played the actual theme song for him and he still knew the song, didn't know the artist. Knew the song, didn't know the artist and he didn't know that what TV show it was from so he didn't know who died. So here's a little pop quiz for y'all. Should I sing it? I think you're going to have to. <laughs> Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Mm-mm. Don't do it. <laughs> Keep your... <laughs> Keep your eye on the sparrow when the going gets narrow. Get him out of here. <laughs> All right. Anybody want to call in quickly? 888-344-1170 and guess the TV show and the name of the actor who passed away. All right. In the meantime. There's some really good news and in my nomination for Hero of the Week. Well, I don't know if this is good news. Where is my clip, actually? I had it somewhere. Oh, it's I, one of our men trying to get to the truth, Andrea. Well, he is trying to get to the truth. And to, today, Jerome Powell um, was in front of Congress talking about inflation and talking about how he, they were going to solve inflation. And it's a really long clip, but I want to play it for you guys because it's really educational. And, uh, you know, in so much so that I think that maybe what you might want to do if you're listening live is wait till we get it is is after we get the podcast loaded start and stop it start uh, you know um, maybe play it for other people who need to understand a little bit about the economy and because what's happened here is all the inflation that the, the reason why egg prices are sky high is not because some birds have a virus no. okay uh, egg prices along with everything else were skyrocketing pretty much immediately in the Biden administration they tried to blame COVID they tried to blame the supply chains that were due to COVID and and every bit of it was his war on energy. That's what was the cause. The war on energy, as well as pumping money into the economy, printing money. With The more money you print, the less value it has. And that's some basic economics. So inflation's gone sky high. So then, so after they manufacture a crisis on this country, then they've got to be thinking about how they're going to slow down inflation, which is rising prices. Well, one way to do that is by reducing demand 
How do you reduce demand? Well, one way that you can reduce demand is by raising everybody's uh, interest rates on, on credit cards. People are going to buy less cars, right, if they can't afford them. And another way is through attacking the labor market. And this is, and, and, and we, this just clip just came out today, or I would have played it for Elhoff last night and had him weigh in. And he's not going to be economically on to, important. It's economically important. And we need to start making sure that we're educated and we understand because they want to keep us stupid so that when we go to the polls, we're all fired up over something that has nothing to do with what's important to us as human beings or as citizens in this country. This matters. So I want you to, and, and it's three minutes long because Kennedy has to continue to keep him going into this conversation to, by, by show, showing facts as to what they're doing to the American people. And basically, um, well, let's play the clip. All right, let's try to unpack this then. I'm not trying to trick you. You're raising interest rates. You're raising interest rates to slow the economy, are you not? Yes, to cool the economy off. Um, And one of the ways you measure your success, other than fluctuation in gross domestic product, is the unemployment rate. Is it not? Yes, one of the measures. Okay. So, in effect, I'm not being critical. When you're slowing the (laughs) economy, you're trying to put people out of work. That's your job, is it not? Not really. We're trying to we're trying to restore price stability. No, um, you're trying you're trying to raise not, not the wages. Un, you're trying to raise the unemployment rate. There are and, a lot, so there are a lot mean, of that mean I know you don't like the phrase, so let me strike it. You're trying to raise the unemployment rate, are you not? No, we're not trying to raise it. We're trying to realign supply and demand, which could happen through a bunch of channels. Like mm-hmm. for example, uh, you know, just job openings. All right, job let me, openings. Let me could, put it another way. Okay. The economists did a, did a wonderful study. They looked at, at, at 10 disinflationary periods in America going all the way back to the 1950s. Disinflation is what you're trying to do. It's a slowing in the rate of inflation. Am I right? Yes. In other words, prices don't go down. They just don't go up as fast. Right. Mm-hmm. Deflation is when prices actually go down. You're trying to achieve disinflation, are you not? Yes, we are. Okay. Based on history, in the 10 times that we got inflation down, disinflation since the 1950s, in order to reduce inflation by 2%, unemployment had to go up 3.6%. Now, that's history, is it not? I don't have the numbers in front of me, but uh-huh. yes, the standard has been that there have been recessions and downturns when okay. the Fed has tried to reduce inflation. Now, right now, the, the current inflation rate is 6.4%, and the current unemployment rate is 3.4%. Now, if history is right, I'm not asking you to, 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 again, blame anybody, but if history is right, unless you get some help in order to get inflation down from 6.4%, to let's say four point four percent, and the unemployment rate is going to have to rise to seven percent based on history. That's what the record would say. Okay, and to get inflation down to two point two percent, based on history, an immutable fact, unemployment would have to go to ten point six percent. Would it not? No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's uh, what the record. Sh- that's what the history shows. Yeah. I, I don't think that kind of a number is is at all in play I mean, here. I, I know you're reluctant to admit it, and you don't want to get in the middle of a mm-hmm. policy. 
uh, dispute. But I think it's undeniable. It's undeniable that the only way we're going to get this sticky inflation down is to attack it on the monetary side, which you're doing, and on the fiscal side, which means Congress has got to reduce the rate of growth of spending and reduce reduce the rate of growth of, of debt accumulation. Now, I get that you don't want to get in the middle of that fight. But the more we help on the fiscal side, the fewer people you're going to have to put out of work. Isn't that a fact? Please answer. Good work out there, right? Sir? It could work out that way. Yes, sir. Thank you. Could work out. That's a mic drop. Yeah. Could work out that way. And here, let me let let me make sure everybody understands what went on. Basically, what Kennedy said was, first of all, this isn't going to reduce prices anywhere. All you're going to do is ease the rate of of inflation. And one of the main ways you're going to do it, not only are you going to be raising interest rates on people, but you're going to be putting them out of work. So prices are not going to go down. People are going to have to pay more on their credit cards. Many people are maxed out because of COVID. And then they're going to be out of work. There's another way to solve it. And it's on the fiscal side and it has to do with lowering debt and other means. But they don't want to do that. I know it's not sexy to talk to the economy. I know it's not sexy to go into some of this stuff, but it's a reality. And people need to start getting educated. And we thought this is a really great uh, little quick three minutes. As you, you're not having to sit and watch, you know, Art Laffer give give an economics lesson. Um, but it, it's brilliant. And by the way, you know, one of the reasons why it was important, because they're predicting that in California, we could be paying... Uh, we could be paying up to $7 a gallon. That's a reality. And that's a reality. And it's a combination of California policy with federal policy and the war on energy conducted by the Biden administration. This is real. This is absolutely real. And you know what else is real? We are out of time for tonight, but we will be back tomorrow for a Friday show. And you better be with us. Love you all. Peace out. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 